Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast. Uh, it's your boy, David. Did he spill? No. Oh, I thought it was and open. Chris <laughs> and Chris. I almost Andrea. spilled something. Hey. Um, I don't think so introducing us. Yeah, yeah, we told you not to. No, I told him to do it last podcast. And Seth and I downvoted. But I up, I upvoted. Yeah, but if this is Reddit, two to one. If this is any type of democracy or... Seth is gone this week, so it's only one to one. Oh, and I'm mom, man. so I wow, win. That ain't true. That's garbage. Um, excuse me? <laughs> huh? So, uh... Chew! <laughs> this is the... Uh, chew! Gaming podcast that advocates against animal cruelty, even though we love musicals about people that started doing it. <laughs> oh, I was like, where's this going? I know, yeah, I was like, wait, what? I was like, I didn't, I didn't hurt any cats. <laughs> um, yeah, you should go watch The Greatest Showman. Because it you is haven't. great. Because we all really liked it. We've been singing it all day. Yeah, Life-changing? I don't know if it was life-changing, but it was well, great. I just test the waters. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> just see. I cried, and... I, I did. I cried once or twice. I cried the whole movie. <laughs> like, I did the whole movie. I did think about my dreams, and uh, <laughs> I did believe in magic at the end, so... I literally tried to think, what are the brightest colors? I'm sure there's a scientific fact as to what they are, but I did stay awake a little bit trying to figure out what I mean, the brightest the colors are. I mean, the headband that you're wearing on your head, which is mine, by the way... Gifted to me by Melissa, by the way, is very bright. This is also a kind of throwback to when we started doing the podcast. Because yes, because that's the one that used to yeah. fly off your head. Oh, yeah. true. Throwback. It, and it is not Thursday. I thought it was. My days are almost up. We're a gaming podcast. and uh, Yeah, we hit our about minute and a half of requisite non-video game. No Seth today because he had to go back to school. and uh, I had to go busy. back to school and I'm here. Yeah, but you live in this house where we record. Yeah, in you're the kitchen. right. Seth uh, probably had some homework to do, or he didn't, and he needed a break. So, no Seth today, uh, but we love Seth. And if you've never listened, uh, Seth is another part of our ensemble. Mm. So, the first thing we typically do here at Suplex the Sticks, and uh, I'm nursing a migraine, Andrea's nursing the fact that her car broke down, and David's <laughs> nursing... Three mini candy bars he just ate. <laughs> yeah, but I ate them off mic so that Melissa didn't have to hear the crumbling. And the rest of you, because this mic is Jesus and picks up literally everything. <coughs> like, for uh, real. Picks up your sins. So the... Fr- wow. Jeez. You said, said it was Jesus. <laughs> so... Uh, first thing we typically do, and I don't know why I'm lecturing. I, I mean, I'm okay with this. Let's just, just go First with thing we typically do while recording said podcast is we ask each other, what have you been playing this week? Ooh. Andrea. Oh, I was going to say, what have you been playing this week, Chris? I said Andrea. Okay. I said, <laughs> I said, I uh, said, I said, I said, Andrea. I've only been, um, I, I, well, I think I, I, I played a little bit of arms with, um, that's true, one yeah. of our kiddos. Uh, yesterday? No. Yesterday? Was that yesterday? It doesn't matter. It early, was yesterday. Earlier this week, yesterday. Yesterday, yep. Um, and that was cool. What was really funny was um, while we were playing, because I dominated him the first time, mind you, and so while we were playing, he was doing really good, and I'm like, you must have been practicing, and he's like, no, not really. Well, yeah, actually, right before you came, I was. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, but other than that, I started playing this mobile game called Innocent. And 
I'm assuming either one of you know what that is. No clue, but it sounds spooky. So you get these text messages from these people that you don't know. Okay. And people that you do know. So like your ex-girlfriend is one of them, your best friend, and you have a hacker friend that is just called Ghost. But all of a sudden, you're getting these messages from people that you don't know. And one of them, this guy is saying that he got kidnapped and that he got this phone number and a phone from the person that kidnapped him. And please save me. And then some other person messages you that you don't know. It's just some random number. And it says you have to try to solve this crime um, and figure out these murders and it involves the murder of your sister and all this stuff. And you have to, in order to get more information from these chats within like these people you don't know and the people that you do know, you have to solve like these little puzzles. Huh. So it's pretty cool. Um, I'm definitely enjoying it, especially because it's a mobile game and I really don't like mobile games. That's true. It's kind of like Pretty Little Liars. I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> it's a Defused. really good show that uh, was also not really good, <laughs> yeah, I but like, uh, I liked it. Amen. So, well, to each their own. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely enjoying it. The only thing that oh, also another perk is um, there's a call feature. So like, I was in the middle of a puzzle, and all of a sudden, my phone was ringing from one of the random numbers, and I answered it. And it was just, like, a blank silence and then, like, this weird, like, robot voice. And I couldn't really understand it. Wait, you legit get phone calls? You legit get oh, phone wow. calls. That's creepy. Through this game. I like it. And so I, I hung up because nothing was happening. Um, and then... Step your game up, game. Yeah. So then I get this other, like, it's like a diary thread in a chat and it kind of keeps a log of what's been happening which is great because you kind of forget kind of everything that you've been doing Uh um but it didn't mention anything about the phone call which was kind of weird so i don't really know i'm hoping i get another phone call to see kind of what's been going on but i try to call out like i tried to call the number of the guy that was sending me like i've been kidnapped help me i try to call him and it dialed but nobody picked up. Oh, okay. So, I don't really know. I don't know. It's definitely interesting. So, I'm going to keep playing and see what happens. And this is Innocent. It's called Innocent. Gotcha. Okay. Have you ever heard of... Uh, I'm not trying to... Have you ever heard of Lifeline? No. It's, uh, it's a game on iOS. I don't know if it's uh, on Android. But it's a similar thing where... You're texting choices back to this person, and hmm. it's like a uh, choose your own adventure that's live. Like you, you're the first lifeline. The premise is that you are communicating with an astronaut that's on another planet, and the spaceship crashed, oh. um, and it texts you in real time. So, like, if you say to go somewhere. Um, She'll say, like, well, it looks like it's about a half day's out, so she won't text you for, like, a half day. Oh, wow. Like, stuff like okay. that. Yeah. Like, so there... That's pretty It's cool. really neat that there's this weird game 
type out there that hasn't been explored too much. I mean, you got a phone call. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah um, it was weird. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, but that there's this game type of like choose your own adventure that takes advantage of your phone. Yeah. Like that's neat. I didn't know that something like that on Android existed. Well, so. and what was cool was, you know, like when you play telltale games, depending on what choice you get, depends on the relationship uh-huh. of your character with the other person. So with this, um, when you're chatting with someone, there's pre-made choices that yeah. you can text back uh-huh. and it does that. Like it'll say the relationship is deteriorating uh, okay. or the relationship is strengthening. Gotcha. Um, so depending on what you pick. So you really have to be careful on what you're picking. Gotcha. And of course, with your ex-girlfriend, she's helpful because she's a photographer. So she can help with like the photographs you get, but you also don't want to. Yeah, you, you don't know, want her to think you're going after that snatch. Is exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's still PG. So it's it's definitely been fun to play. Good, yeah. That's a, that's a good synopsis. That's a good review. I think a game like that would overtake my life at work. Like I feel like I wouldn't be productive because I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna solve this murder mystery case. I'm not gonna. I'm but you not only have to succumb to my ex girlfriend. So what happens is um, the chat people they go offline uh, and they only go online when you solve the puzzles. Uh, so you have to solve oh, the puzzles okay, for them to cool. talk to you again. I still think it would it would be. And you only have five lives. Not to deter from the game. Whoa. Well, like, um, if you don't solve the puzzle... Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I gotcha. You're, you lose a life. Gotcha. And then you've got five lives, and you have to wait, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes for your lives to get back. Yeah, that's that's an interesting avenue to be further explored. Instead of VR, I think that, I think what you're saying has more potential than VR. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I, it's definitely fun. There's also this game uh, that I'm not going to type on a computer because you guys would hear it to... There's this uh, scary game. Maybe I will look it up. The um, it's a it's a VR type game, and I don't think we've ever talked about it on the cast before. But you use your phone, and you turn all the lights off, and it like shows like apparitions and stuff oh, in front yeah. of you. Um, and I can't for the life of me. Where did it's called see? Night Terrors. It's an ARG survival horror game, and you. Get like text messages. Yeah, I remember that. And it's that. like, don't look behind you. Where did we see that at? I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure it's out, or at least it's an alpha or beta. But that's kind of spoopy. Yeah, that's especially, scary. Especially playing it in your own house. Yeah, I don't it sounds think like I'm... nothing I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds really scary. Man, I, I'm into the spoop stuff, but I think I think the issue is separating. If you're really into that kind of stuff, separating the reality from the surre- surreality. <coughs> like, if you see a ghost in your hallway playing the game. Your, if your, if your imagination's rampant and your your mind is going crazy, you might see that same thing without your phone. That's my that's yeah, my so problem. That will you have to be careful, folks. But uh, what you were saying made me think of the like David said these different avenues that are really cool. Um, David, you uh, I think it's a good also time to segue into the little VR thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah, so I didn't get you didn't to play it, but I didn't get to play it, but I did notice the. Gigantic line um, outside of this building at Disney Springs the other day, and I realized that the void had opened up there, which is a uh, VR AR type uh, thing where you actually get put in like a room with your friends, um, and you all have headsets. Um, 
So you can actually like move around inside the virtual space and everything. And um, I don't know how long the experience lasts, but I, I do plan on doing it relatively soon. It's only like 30 bucks a person. Um, so if it ends up sucking, I'll be mad because it's kind of expensive. But um, I'll definitely make – I also want to make sure to do it with friends because it's – yeah. you get dropped into a group of four. Um, so I would want to go with a full group of four to do that. But it looked it looks kind of neat. It's Star Wars based because it's at Disney Springs, and I love Star Wars. So, any idea about what you're actually doing? You're stealing like uh, you're stealing back plans for the Rebel Alliance. Okay, it's pretty generic yeah, stuff. It's <laughs> Every you Star know. Wars movie known to man. Yeah, no, but that's cool. Uh, so that's the kind of VR I could get behind. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, if you really wanted one. I'd get it, but I don't think I would ever go out of my way to buy a VR. No, I, yeah, I, I, I won't go out of my way to get VR till it's like Ready Player One type VR. Yeah, where yeah, that's can, true. Where you move physically in the space and, yeah. um, which there are systems yeah, there was out there circulating that, of mm-hmm. systems. Yeah, there are systems out there with endless treadmills and stuff like that to simulate that. But um, I think we're we're not too too far from that, but we're it's not there yet. Yeah. I do like the the void concept though. That is cool. Star, I mean, you can Star Wars is a cash in. Oh, for yeah. hopefully they did it. Hopefully they did it functionally. Yeah, and didn't just cash grab. I agree. Um, so, what have you been playing, David? Um, I I kept up on my promise of playing World of Tanks. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> you did. So you I did down, say that last week. Um, I actually had this weird thing happen where my Xbox was. Making my TV flash gray random boxes and stuff, huh. which ended up making it to where I didn't play as much World of Tanks as I wanted. But turns out my TV needed a soft reset. Thank you to Reddit, uh, where I posted a video of it happening. And the Reddit wizards, after about 20 to 30 minutes, helped me figure it out after I had spent an hour trying to figure it out myself. Great job, Reddit. Um <laughs> So, thank you, internet community. Um, and Reddit's a pretty toxic community, so I'm very happy that yeah. I'm very happy that you got help and assistance. Um, I agree. But it was uh, it was it was pretty interesting. There's like three different types of currency in it, so I can only imagine how much money that I would have to spend to be good at the game. Um, I got through most of the tutorial because the tutorial is pretty lengthy because. This game requires a lot more than one might think. Um, You have a tank, uh, obviously, because it's World of Tanks. But you also have, like, add-ons to the tank. They'll make you reload faster, stuff like that. And then there's five different types of tanks. There's, like, a sniper tank, a tank killer tank, flanking tanks. Like, there's, there's... I can't remember all of them. And there's... Um, it's it's just crazy. There's so much going on in the HUD. Your reticle doesn't... Your reticle moves faster than the tank nozzle. Mm-hmm. So where the reticle is pointing is not always where the tank nozzle is gotcha. pointing. Gotcha, okay. So you've got to wait for the tank nozzle to catch up. Um, if you're moving, it throws off your accuracy of the the tank. Like, it's it's very, like... I could see it being really fun, and I want to get some of you guys playing it with me mm-hmm. because I think we could have a good time. 
uh, at least at the base level. I wouldn't spend any money on it, obviously, just because that could get lengthy. And there was a whole controversy a couple months back to a year where one of the World of Tanks streamers uh, quit just because he got real mad about, I guess, how egregiously pay to win the game was. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was really, I mean, I had fun with it for what it is. The game looks pretty good, so I'm pretty surprised that they're doing this huge March update that's going to give the whole game a full facelift, because to me, the game looked all right. I mean, I'm excited to see what it looks like after the facelift, for sure. Um, so the other thing that was pretty great is that I realized I had a single player mode, so I'll be able to play against bots, I think. Mm-hmm. So that might be fun. Um, and I did play Trials of Osiris this week. Okay. <clears throat> which I didn't get very far in because I fell asleep while playing it. But the opening <laughs> cutscene was That's fire. That's your forte, dude. Yeah. The opening cutscene was so good. good. I know that the rest of the DLC might not live up to it. <laughs> But the opening cutscene was $30 for the cutscene, at least. I mean, uh, I'll take it. (laughs) That you can Uh, watch on YouTube for free. Um, But, it, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty excited. I had some... What's the... I had some things I could cash in from earlier in the game that I did, and it actually ended up getting me uh, better gear because the DLC had dropped. Uh, So it... It was pretty nice to have my light level up, but also the normal level cap is up also. That's true. Um, so I have to do that. Uh, but other than that, I just played more Mario and Rabbids. I looked it up, and I'm only three subsections away from the end of the game. Nice. Cool. So thank God, because it's getting so hard. <laughs> and I know I say that every week, yeah. but like now that I'm near the end of the game... Uh, you only have three characters out on the field at once. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, defeat all, and it's 12 enemies. <laughs> and they're enemies with shields and enemies that attack, that counterattack when you attack. So you've got to like really plan out how you do things. It's insane. Yeah, that sounds, yeah, like <laughs> it's, a heart attack. Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, I, I still stand by that game. Surprisingly, with Rabbids, I don't think any major media news outlets gave it Game of the Year, but a lot of like independent streamers and YouTubers gave it Game of the Year, which I was surprised to see. It got a lot of uh, good nominations this year. Yeah, it did. It definitely it won was... Best Strategy Game from Game Awards, which is probably the most recognized yeah. award platform. But a lot of I saw a lot of YouTubers give it Game of the Year, too, which I thought was interesting. I mean, good for them. Uh, I haven't played a lick of the Switch yet. I've been... I don't know. I don't know what I've been doing. Taking a nap. What have you been playing? Oh, great segue. Yeah, what have you been playing? So, should we do the good news or the bad news first? The bad news first. Okay. So, and uh, I'm a little... You're going to have to speak for Seth, too, because I'm a little ashamed that he's not here. Because I haven't had this... I haven't had this public conversation with him yet because I thought he was going to be on the cast, which is fine. I've played... I started playing Pokemon, and I started playing Pokemon Silver, and I hate it. No! I, I can't stand it, Are you dude. playing Silver or Soul Silver? I'm playing Silver. Okay. And I'm playing on an emulator on my phone, which isn't the issue. 
Uh, and I haven't played that long. I've only vlogged in like 30 minutes. But I live by the mantra of never forcing a game. So I'm just... My issue so far is I don't know what... It's, it's almost too open. Like I know I need to go back to the professor and I'm hoping he gives me Pokeballs. I still don't even have Pokeballs yet. And I'm just... I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't... I don't want to run into a Pokemon every five seconds. Like, I don't want to do that. It's the argument of Seth saying sometimes you just run away just because. And yeah. I think what sucks about Pokemon is I think to navigate, you have to run into Pokemon, which is cool, but it's not cool when you're just running into Pidgeys every five seconds. So, I don't know. Maybe I need some direction. Maybe I need to try to get Pokeballs and then see if my... My issue is the map. Like, it doesn't really... It, I mean, I know it's a Game Boy Color game. So I don't know if I'd be better off playing like on a DS, like the most recent ones. Even though, what was the most recent one? Sun and Moon. I wouldn't recommend starting. Yeah, Pokemon. that's what I'm saying. Because well, I also heard they didn't get the hype that they should have. So I recommend you starting with Soul Silver, which is the uh, not remake, but like the 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 re-release of Silver. Gotcha. Where they added in some of the more modern things okay. that they've done. Because what you're playing right now is a game that has a ton of grind in it. Gotcha. It has a ton of grind. Yeah. Um, and on one level, that's the classic Pokemon experience. But on the other hand, I don't know if I could suggest that to anyone besides someone that has a massive amount of free time to grind. Gotcha. Which I don't. But you, yeah, you go back to the professor for Pokemon stuff like that. Okay, it maybe I give it, a, you know, maybe I give it a shot. I, I, I don't know if I could, in good conscience, suggest because I know how Thanks, you Seth. are. That's know, what he said. That's what he recommended. No, I know how you are, and I know how much time you have for things. So the what makes it easier with Soul Silver and stuff is that it has built in like a experience share type thing where when you win you share the you can share the experience with the other pokemon but the game you're playing right now um only the pokemon that are in that have participated in the battle get experience so it becomes kind of a chore to switch out pokemon to make sure they get experiment experience currently yeah and i picked i I, who'd you pick i did i the game picked for me on accident so that's part of it is I picked whatever the water Pokemon is. Uh, Totodile's Totodile. dope. Well, that's what I have. Totodile's great. Yeah. He's probably one of my favorite starters of all time. Mm. Who are the other two? Uh, Cyndaquil and um, Chikorita. Okay. Yeah, I picked Totodile on accident. The game just kind of picked for me. But uh, Totodile goes up into Feraligator at the end, and he's fired. <laughs> I can see how it would definitely be fun. I'm just, uh, my brother and I, man, he's, and my brother's instilled it in me to never force a game, so I'm, I guess I gotta, maybe I'll get Pokeballs and see how the experience goes. Um, so, or I'll switch to Soul Silver and see, I mean, the, I, I'm You just tr- have to have a DS to play Soul Silver. Well, I, have a, I can get a DS emulator. Oh, uh, okay. On the phone. Hopefully no one reports me to the police officers. <laughs> <laughs> so what, um, what else have you played? So with that, with the final thought on that is I'm trying not to let how old the game is bug me either, but it's hard to separate that sometimes when it's like, I could go play 
The Witcher 3 versus this, you know? Yeah. But I'm trying not to let that persuade, uh, or, or persuade me into my decision, be, making a hasty decision. So I'll see. We'll see. But I did, I did uh, want to make a conscious effort to play different games, which is also why I have been still playing Monster Legends. It's still pay to win. It's still microtransaction heavy, but I'm having a lot of fun. I talked about it last week. Having a lot of fun breeding the different monsters. I'm finding new combinations. And I was able to join a team and start wars. And the way wars work are you only get so many attacks on the other enemies. Um, and you get coins based on how you play. And So it's fun. I'm definitely having a lot of fun um, playing that as well. But I'm taking my time with it and realizing I'm not going to unlock 500-something monsters. I think playing that at the same time with Pokemon also doesn't help. Because I've been showing Andrea like what some of the monsters look like, and they're super modern and fun. I mean, Krampus is in the game. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and they've got a character called uh, Rolfl, <laughs> and he's just like it's like a robot, but like a piece of paper with a smiley face. Like it's That's really awesome. cool, really cool character design. Uh, so maybe I probably shouldn't have played those at the same time. But the good news is, I started playing. Thanks to Melissa, I started playing Luigi's Mansion, and I finished the first floor. I think I started it Wednesday after the cast. I finished the first floor. I raged a little bit because it took me a little while to figure out how to vacuum the ghosts in because I was like following them around and I didn't realize that I have to pull back on the stick to actually like pull them. Oh gosh. So I was following them around and losing a bunch of hearts. And now I'm, I've got, I've got a better hang of it, but I still even pulling back sometimes I don't know if I need to like go do the stick back and forth or do it in a circular motion. I'm having a little bit of trouble reeling them in, and maybe that's the essence of the game too. Um, but I really, really like it. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I really feel like a modern. Like if they did a Luigi's Mansion for the Switch, it would be fire. It probably yeah, be the I best. Think so. Other than Zelda and Mario, it'd probably be the best game to come out on the Switch because I'm having a lot of. I'm getting a lot of joy from the GameCube version. And the bosses are just enough, like there's just enough difference in all the bosses so far to make it memorable and fun. I think it is a little bit of a, a strategy grind because you only have, you know, the hundred hearts, which you can get pulverized. Uh, and then the little puzzles to uh, be able to get the hearts from the ghosts are nifty and cool too. Um, my biggest issue with it is it's inverted and you can't change it. And I don't know if that's you a classic. Can't. No, I, I looked. So if someone listens and they want to tell me how to change it, be my guest because it's inverted and I couldn't. There's two different settings and they don't they don't change it. And the, yeah, the inversion. I don't know if that's a class. I don't know if back in the day that was like a staple with the GameCube or games in general. But I hate the fact that it's inverted. <laughs> so it's like I'll go down when I need to go up and just kind of. My, like retraining my conditioned muscle memory. Yeah. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. I would say back in the day, I haven't played too much. I've only beat the first floor, but I'm sure back in the day it was definitely Suplex certified. I don't think it's fair to put a stamp on a game that came out, what, 14 years ago? Especially but, when it's was pretty, it's a classic. Yeah, it's yeah. a classic. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I'll, hopefully I get to play more this weekend and I will give more of an in-depth review. But that's what I've been playing. So, without further ado, we can go to our Nifty Bits. Oh, yeah, Nifty Bits. Nifty Bits. I do like the name Nifty Bits. I do, too. More so than I thought I would. I like it. 
Um, so we'll we'll keep up with the Mario news, uh, even though it's not really news. I wanted to say this because it's really funny. Um, on Gizmodo today, someone tweet someone posted that uh, Twitter regrets to inform you that Waluigi is a bigot, <laughs> and I. I was very confused by that, and I clicked the article, and apparently in the Twitter safety tweet today where they showed off a updated version of, like, what it looks like when people are terrible and get uh, blocked for that, for being terrible, the icon for example user one is a picture of Waluigi, <laughs> and so it's like... All right, uh, oh, you guys good. hate Waluigi, I guess, and he's a bigot and a terrible person. That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it's really. <laughs> that is too good. That was kind of funny. That made me laugh. Um, but it was good. Um, also, in other huge news, uh, Nintendo didn't have a direct today. They didn't. Or they did, and they didn't have an announcement for a direct today, which they were supposed to theoretically have one there was a big controversy because GameStop tweeted about there being a direct today Ooh. and then they pulled it down yikes um they tweeted hey there's a new Nintendo direct in 45 minutes and wow they took it down within two minutes and of course people screenshotted it and it was too late because it was already on the ether but Jeez, I don't know nice. if there was a direct planned and they've canceled it or if they are going to do a surprise direct tomorrow or maybe next week. So we'll see. Uh, we'll keep you updated and we'll report on it here. You know, the, 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 the nifty bits. The drill. <laughs> you um, know, the nifty bits. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> don't die. Well. Um, if you want to go out and do it, please do it. But do uh, it. <laughs> I think you should, sec- you should start first with what it is. No. Then see, tell them to do it. Sea of Thieves closed beta. <laughs> yeah, gonna, uh, that's a good one to bring up. That was the... the I guess it makes sense beta. the way you pitched it. The closed beta was announced. It's going to run from the 24th through the 29th. It's closed? Yeah. Huh. Why um, don't we just do an open one? Um, They're down. I don't know. But in order to get into it, you have to have signed up for the Sea of Thieves Insider program before December 1st, which I think I did. I did too. Um, So maybe I'll be in it. Uh, Or you can pre-order the game per usual. Mm. Um, So I'm going to maybe pre-order it. I want to play it. I don't know if I'm going to buy this game. I want it to be great. Let's let's talk about this real quick. I want it to be be really fun. $60 is too much. That's the issue. For what, what we've been shown... Okay, for what we've been shown, yeah. yes. $60 is too much. If you give me a $30 PUBG price point, I would buy it and convince my friends to buy it. I no just, problem. Like, I don't know. I, I think I'm expecting it too much. Like, I'm expecting, like, you to have this huge crew on the ship, and you guys have, like, this map, you, and you, you do, go... You definitely get a crew. But you get a map, you and you go find treasure, and yep. you defeat people, yep. and... Everything you said is true. It's just when does that? When do we become satiated on that? Right. There's got. I mean, and they have. They, is there a story to it? Well, I don't know how much of a story there's going to be. There was a developer walkthrough I, uh, that I watched that shows certain people at different like like um, like say Tortuga might be. Yeah, they show no progression. Yeah, it's you can progress with like item dealers, but I don't know how much your character progresses or how much you. 
can invest in your ship or your crew. And it, it really depends on what kind of itemizations they have. I guarantee there's no like story story. Like, I mean, what are you working towards? It's really their goal is to just open, you know, live by the you know pirates of the pirates sea. of the sea, you know, and that which is awesome on the surface, but then it's like you you dump twenty hours in, is it still awesome? It's like the destiny thing. You grind on destiny over and over again for for what? Okay, but worse because with Destiny there's a story. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yes. Well, was so the like, Destiny story itself was what 10, 10 hours at least. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, when there's not a story, if you don't yeah. get the DLC, a, yeah, yeah. like before we got Trials of Osiris, what was there to do besides grind and grind and grind? For I mean, is there is loot? there going to be raids in this? Have they? Not have, that I've seen. Yeah, there's no like our. At least there was raids and like I'm not saying that Destiny is a perfect game, but. The problem is, is they haven't shown that this has any semblance of your typical MMO yeah. RPG yeah. type it, deal. It, the way they're, and I'm not sure what what they're mark, who they're tailoring the marketing to. Yeah, Are no. they trying to make it to where it's like Minecraft friendly, where kids can just jump in all the time, mm. or is it trying to tailor to a more relaxed game mm. like Second Life, but with pirates? Like I, I don't know what this game is because they also haven't really explained what it is. But if you remember the very first trailer we saw, um, they were on land. Yeah. Yeah. So like you get like a land. You get a a treasure map. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean like the first trailer looked like you get like a homeland. Well, there's different like there's different outposts and outlets. And I imagine you could have like a home base. We can assume. Yeah, we can assume. I'm not intelligibly aware if that's for sure. It's my biggest issue was the sixty dollar price point. That's yeah. too much. It's too much going into even with my friends buying it that I know and we have people we have listeners in the Discord asking us to buy it. It's still hard for me. And maybe maybe if I'm really good on money I will. But it's hard to justify, especially with that month being within a week I think, uh, a way out comes out. And Far Cry Five come out. They, those three games come out within a week of each other. It's yeah. hard to justify sixty dollars for a game they haven't shown me much more of than just random PvP. On, yeah. And the game comes out in March. Yeah, like that's the hard thing for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, it looks great, but you've just shown me random PvP and you fight some skeletons. And as much as PUBG is a very linear multiplayer game, each experience is different. And it's not sixty bucks, but you know people have logged thousands of hours into this game for thirty dollars, and it's like I don't know. See if Thieves looks like it has some engaging content, but I don't know what's the what that's going to equate to in regards to hours of my life that I enjoy versus that I'm just trudging to try and get a sword I want or yeah. something. You know, what I mean it's it's hard to say and. I think the mystery of the unknown and the open sea is what's intriguing people, but at the same time, as a businessman, I'm trying to make a smart decision, especially when I can buy a way out and play with you and David for free because only one person has to own yeah. the game. Um, even if it's sixty dollars, that's thirty. That's technically you know you could split it with a friend for thirty bucks if you really wanted yeah. to. And then Far Cry Five is a given. You know, Far Cry in my in the history aside from Primal, Far Cry is never disappointed. Um, in my opinion. And then you've got Sea of Thieves. And then a game that I need to rectify that was not on our 50 most anticipated list that I apologize for is Agony 
comes out at yeah. the very end of March. And I I totally missed that, and that's on me. That's my. And I have no clue what that is. Look up yeah, the trailer, dude. It's that game where you're literally exploring hell. Yeah, like you're, you're in hell. In hell, it's scary as fuck. Yeah, there's uh, like, wasn't there like this weird, creepy like lady that was? There's like a lady screaming. in. Yeah, there's a lady. The 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 first trailer. I know trailer. you've seen the trailer. You've seen the trailer. If you look it up, you'll know. But I apologize. That I forgot that game. I, I honestly didn't know it was coming out. Um, so all those are in March. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to have Monster Hunter this month that I'll be playing. I have The Witcher 3 still that I'm going to dive into. Um, February, if Seth or, or David buy Nino Cooney, I want to play that. So it's like I just don't know if Sea of Thieves deserves $60 because I don't know if it's going to occupy Or your time. time. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't know if it's going to be able to occupy yeah. my time. Um, so to those of you who want to play Sea of Thieves... Do it again. We take the stance, and and, and you and know, I kind of want to too. Yes, and why? Yeah, but formulate your own opinion. You shouldn't be listening to anybody, especially radio or you know, in audio form. You shouldn't be listening to anybody tell you to do something you don't want to do, unless it's like commit a murder or a felony or something. If you want to play a game and we're on the fence about it, tell us why you want to play it. Maybe have a d- civil discussion or. Just go and do it and be like, bump that, those dudes and girl, and you go do it. Yeah, maybe you it. can convince us to play yeah, the game. Yeah, maybe we can have that discussion. Um, so I, I'm sorry this turned into a Sea of Thieves podcast, but, you know, it's engaging and it's, we got to hit, we got to hit those nifty bits. you have any other nifty bits? Oh, I've got tons. Let's go back to our home base and talk about the fact that the Nintendo Switch is set <laughs> Let's go back home where I talk about Switch more. The, uh, is set to outsell the Wii and the PS4 by the end of its first year. Yep. Which is very impressive. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Darkest Dungeon is coming out for the Switch. Saw that, yep. That's awesome. Um, I have no clue anything about this game. But January 18th. That's an indie hit, man. Um and let's see, Bar- Burnout Paradise HD. Yes, I totally um, forgot to mention that. Yeah, Good it's snag. Uh, is it rumored? Is it? It, it was. It was announced, seemingly for Japan, and a worldwide release is rumored. Um, so it got a rumored release for Japan on March sixteenth. It's apparently been, like, rated or something. Um, or oh, the ESRB rating or the Peggy rating? Yeah, something like that. Um, but So we'll see if it comes out. A lot of people love that game. I never played it. I but, love that game. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, let's see. NBA Playgrounds got relaunched on the Switch uh, with an enhanced edition. Basically, it is $9.99, which is the same as the normal game. Uh, but it comes with all the DLC and stuff. So it's got all 100 <laughs> characters. and Way to go. Um, way, to, way to pull that trigger too to early. To be fair, though. It also includes online play. To be fair, part of the fun of NBA Playgrounds is... Unlocking the characters. Unlocking characters. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. And it comes with a revamped rebounding system and hundreds new Thank players. God. You just spoke to me, dude. Because the rebounding in that game is atrocious. You literally line up your player underneath the ball, jump up. It literally goes through your body and 
Blake Griffin, if he's on the other team, he's going to get the freaking ball, even if he boxes his butt out. So, yeah, thank God. But, yeah, the rebounding frustrated the <laughs> hell out of me. 3-4-3 uh, hinted that there will be no Halo 6 this year. Oh, burn um, to all you guys saying that it trolling. would. Unless they're no, trolling. I don't they think they are. Uh, that there will be other releases that will surprise you. So I did hear a podcast talk a couple of weeks ago about how they're one of their weird announcements that they rumored that they thought might happen this year is that Halo will have separate single player and multiplayer releases. Um, That's so, weird. That sounds awful. Though. Why would they do that? Um, because some people only want Halo for the multiplayer. Like if you if you have the option of buying the multiplayer separate from a video game, that because you don't play the single player, would you spend thirty bucks on Halo multiplayer instead of spending sixty dollars on the single player and See, multiplayer? I'm, I, I'm a weirdo. I'm the opposite. I played Halo for the single. I mean, I would story. I would do the opposite. I would play. I would. I'm not a big Halo multiplayer fan. I yeah, but like if like you it. had the option to piecemeal, to, yeah, I, I mean, so. I, I would. So. so I think what'll happen is there won't be a full Halo Six this year. There will be Halo 6 multiplayer. And they'll sell it for 30 bucks. Or there's going to be Halo Space Royale. (laughs) Yeah, there will be like a... There's going to be a... But they said there's going to be something Halo this year. If they just want to do... Not to interrupt you. If they just want to do a straight firefight game, I'll buy that for $30. Yeah, I I would would buy that too. buy that. That's fun. You've never got to play firefight. No. It's basically Halo Horde. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's awesome. The the Super firefight fun. mode on Halo Five was good. They added one. If you haven't played it, we can play it one night let's if play you it. want. Um, let's see. Uh, Xbox One has a new dashboard. Oh, does that'll it? be update announced. Hmm. Um, oh, update. It'll include a do not disturb mode, <laughs> which is really nice for people playing single player games. And the coup de gras, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z beta character roster announced. Okay, it begins January fourteenth. It is a open beta, and it has Nappa, so Vegeta. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nappa, Vegeta, Goku, Piccolo, Krillin, Cell, Android eighteen, Frieza, Beerus, Kid Buu, and Adult Gohan. What the hell did uh, you just say? Which I, is I don't know most of the roster of the game so far that was announced. So. We'll see how many characters this game ends up having, um, but it's going to be a lot. So if you pre-ordered it, you get an extra day. You can download it on the 13th, but for every normal person, it's going to be 14th to the 16th. And the and game releases on the 26th, I believe, for those of you who, something are, like that. who are looking into it. It's the same day as Monster Hunter. And I've, and had to, I've had to convince my friends to buy both who like both games. Yeah. So I'm not playing Monster Hunter by myself. Yeah. Please. And that's the end of my nifty bits. Nifty bits. Do you have any nifty bits? Um, no bits. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to make a crude joke. Never mind, Swerve! Um, so I've got some nifty bits. Uh, rumor is the Coalition, which is, uh, they they worked on Gears of War 4, well, they, they developed Gears of War 4. They are, uh, it's rumored that they're working with StoryLab Productions, which is a Microsoft kind of vendor that does story, like motion capping and stuff like that. Apparently, they're working on a new IP. That's exciting. Nice. Which means we won't get Gears for a long time, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with Flesh that. Flesh it out. I yeah. haven't um, even played the new one. But apparently, they're working on a new IP. So, 
uh, yeah, that that may be something that Microsoft is 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 excited about. Yeah. That that that'd be a big announcement for yeah, E3. That would be that would be a big announcement. Um, another uh, piece of nifty bits is PUBG announced uh, two mobile games are coming out. Oh, that's exciting! And they're actually like sponsored. They're actually like endorsed by PUBG and developed by studios like. <coughs> is that it? Pub- Sorry. No, go ahead. Is it like that game that you play that you talked yeah, about? Yeah, so it's kind of like Rules of Survival. There's two of them. The first one is Army Attack, which a studio called Timmy Studio is working on it, and that one includes more like naval stuff. Um, Ooh, the Navy. The Navy, and you can do helicopters and stuff like that. I'm assuming it's still your traditional Battle Royale game, but it adds the element of naval warfare and helicopters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, uh, there's a trailer that suggests it's like, uh, it's, it looks a little like arcade style. Hmm, okay. Then there's a then there's PUBG Player Unknown Battlegrounds Battlefield, which is kind of your standard probably mobile experience of Player Unknown Battlegrounds on your mobile device. Did someone fart? Or something? No, Jango sneezed. Jango sneezed. Like who farted? <laughs> um, so uh, there is a game called Rules of Survival that I do play. That's on mobile. That's pretty cool, um, but. Definitely, I'll try out PUBG-endorsed nice. uh, mobile games. And another <coughs> piece of nifty bits, and this is... Uh, I sent it to Andrea prematurely. Sometimes I like to save news for the cast so I can get like genuine reactions, but this one was too good to, to not send to her. So there's this company called IM8Bit, and they're kind of like Mondo Tees, and they are doing... I, I believe it's just them. It's not like an actually super-endorsed thing. They're doing a physical release of What Remains of Edith Finch. And it's going to be $30, and it's got a reversible cover. Um, very Indian hipster looking, but um, really cool. it's really cool looking. It's available for pre-order right now on IM8 bit, but it's not going to ship until quarter three, which could technically dip into... I believe if I do gaming... If I have gaming quarters right in my head, that could put you to, like, December. Yeah. So they're... If you pre-order now... You might not get it till December, but it's one of Andre's <coughs> bucket list games. I think it was one of Seth's too, right? I think so. Or yeah. no, it's one of yours. One of mine? Yeah. No, mine was uh, Witcher 3, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Luigi's Mansion, Luigi's Pokemon. Luigi's Mansion, Pokemon. And Edith Finch. And Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. it was Seth's. Always Simulator. You're so rude. I- so I... Uh, <laughs> That's that's something to pick up if you guys are interested in it. It's on im8bit.com. Um, any other nifty bits? I don't think so. Um, let me check my notes real quick. The PUBG one obviously stood out. The What Remains of Edith Finch stood out just because we've been we've been giving that game some mad hype, and I wanted to make sure. What about the Destiny Crimson event? Is that important? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, so maybe that's. You read that one news site that I <laughs> I don't read. So it's While you're like, pulling that up, I can tell them about the guy that I saw it. Yes, please. So I went to... Um, this is a nifty bit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Starbucks today, and I was waiting for my coffee um, to come, and I didn't want to stand in the area where they give you your coffee because it was really crowded. And there was this guy in like his late 50s sitting at a table by himself, and there was... A chair open and I asked him if I could just sit next to him while I waited for my coffee and he said you know yeah no problem so I sat down and he was playing Pokemon on his 3DS and it's just this like 
late 50 year old guy playing Pokemon in Starbucks, not drinking a coffee, but just hanging out at Starbucks playing Pokemon. Was he wearing a Pokemon shirt? No, he was wearing a black <laughs> shirt. Oh, because there's a guy that um, is super into Pokemon Go locally. That's hmm. like at every raid battle if there's a big one. Oh, I don't and know. And he has like a Pokemon, a Pokeball phone charger that's like mo- that charges his phone on the go. And I mean, it might have been the same guy, but he was playing. He was playing the actual Pokemon yeah. 3DS game. That's but. awesome. So here's your Crimson Days description. Yeah. Crimson Days celebrates two guardians united against the competition, watching one another's backs and becoming legend together. A crucible fire team forging bonds of teamwork and friendship that even death only strengthens. So the team of two? It's a Valentine's Day event. <laughs> it's a two, yeah, so 2v2. So it's duos. 2v2 duos. Um, apparently it, it occurred in Destiny 1's lifespan. And of course, there's by grinding you can get uh, Valentine's Day themed weapons, items, ghosts, things like that. Or you can shell out for those nifty Ingrams. Mm. And just one of the things you can earn is a broken heart buff that boosts armor, agility, and recovery. So it's just just a kind of tacky play on the Valentine's Day. But you know, anything to keep it fresh. Uh, the color schemes look really good from what I'm seeing. So are the Ingrams in the shape of hearts? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> That'd be good. Let's see. They they would be missing out if they weren't. To me, it doesn't look like they are. Mm. Hire Andreas, the community. Yeah, manager. man, that's that's like that's a that's a barn burner idea right there. I'm telling you. So that's me wrapped up with the bits of the nifty, the nifty bits. David, go. did uh, did you have a game? Dude, my phone died just in time. It's because it was sad that the Ingrams weren't hearts. It, it, my phone's heart is broken. David. Did I have a game? Do you have a anything an, end else? Of you, the, an end of the podcast. Game. End of the podcast. No, that's that's your specialty, man. I'm really bad at thinking. Of How much time are we at? We have 50 minutes. We're at 50 minutes. Yeah. Well, um, okay. So I want to do a segment that I've been putting off for a long time, and actually, I want to I want to get your guys your guys's feedback since Seth's not here. We can kind of rally behind each other. Not this week, but next week, I want to do our own Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? I So, we're talking about it out loud. I don't think we should. Because we have March Madness in March. True, but this could be... What I'm saying is, with the Royal Rumble, since you're Mr. Grand Dungeon Master... You can kind of narrate it. DM it. it you can DM it as we go and narrate it and pull the names out of the hat, and then we can kind of narrate it as a sequence and find out who wins. Is it like how we did the March Madness one? No, it's going to be it's different. So it's like weird. actual Royal Rumble, like thirty seconds is up. You know, we David narrates some moves. We commentate. Timer goes off. We pull another name out. They come in. Okay. I think that could be fun. I, mean, I want to hear that, what people. I think that think. would be fun. And we could have cards of like instant finisher. So say if we pull a card and it's like that person comes down to the aisle, we pull a card, instant finisher on whoever was number one or something. So you know? I think that would be super fun. I also think we have to allot like thirty minutes for this. Yeah, we'd have to plan it. Yeah. If you guys uh, don't know about our March Madness, go to Mighty Bloke and listen to some of those podcasts. But March Madness is coming. 
Let's just and say that. We will probably need like an hour for that. Oh, yeah. March Madness is That is, is an intense one. You want to hear us argue about fictional outcomes? Oh, my gosh. We <laughs> got in. so many fights. Tune in in March. That was March so good. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, too. This whole, I'm this whole podcast has been me just wanting to do March Madness again. <laughs> You, you created it I created just it. to try and go to E3 and yeah. do March Madness. Those yeah. two reasons alone. And period. it may work for both of them. So it's I fine. Agree. So quick segment. Um, we talk about we're a gaming podcast. So one segment I've been, I've been wanting to do that we keep putting off that maybe you, might, you guys might not be interested in, but maybe you will. Uh, it's called Board Games or Board Games. Yeah. And we could talk about just some board games that we like. I and what, what they entail. And maybe you can go pick them up. Because we're a gaming podcast. There's alternate forms of gaming. We don't really deal with sports that much. But technically gaming is a sport, according to certain people. Yeah, the I forgot to say part of our nifty bits, but the Overwatch League's first match was tonight. Yep. On and Twitch. They're, they're hyping it up like Koeze. Mm-hmm. So, board games or board games. Basically... Uh, say game you can say games you like. David's probably the master at this. I wish Seth was here. Uh, one of my favorite board games is Munchkin, <coughs> and I really don't know how to describe it. It's a card based. It's game. a card based game. You build a character on your table uh, based on various items of like your body parts. Like you can have head armor, regular armor, arms, legs, and then there's monsters that you fight. Um, you can team up with a friend to fight the monster or they can betray you. Lots of different strategy. Um, I could talk all day about it, but definitely something to consider if you're not wanting to get into the full Dungeons and Dragons experience, but you want a strategy game that requires betraying people over or helping them and really, really involving strategy and teamwork, you should check out Munchkin. And there's so many variations. There is so There's Star Trek, there's regular, Nightmare Before Christmas, Rick and Morty, Marvel, X-Men, so there's many. So One many, would except say there's maybe too many. Pro- I would say Although, probably too many. there's not, if you don't count Nightmare Before Christmas or Marvel, there is not a Disney one. Techn- like a yeah. classic Disney. Yeah, there's not a classic Disney Which one. is weird. Yeah. How about you? So this is really hard for me because I literally have, I love every single board game I've ever played. I love board games like so much, but my favorite classic board game is Clue. We don't have to say classic. It doesn't have to be classic. I can't pick a game because I love every game. Well, so I'm just picking. Everybody knows what Clue is. I know, but I just love Clue, and I never yeah, get to play but that, it. Anymore. For me, that's a board game. You're, I want a board game. That makes you're bored with Clue. That makes oh you yeah, bored? I mm-hmm. I, love I think the one time I played Clue, I was miserable. The whole time. <laughs> Are you serious? I yeah. love that game. I'm really okay, sorry. So pick a Fine. game. I'm Fine. really sorry. That makes that made me sound so mean, but Fine. Like, you know what? I hate all of you guys. That's fine. I'll deal with it. I'll sleep on the couch. You whatever. know what? Whatever. You guys would both be dead in the kitchen with the candlestick. <laughs> with the microphone. Anyways. No candlestick could bust this five head. <laughs> okay, fine. Since you already picked Munchkin, I'll pick something else. Um, mm, I'll pick... I'll pick King of Tokyo. Nice. Describe it. So, King of Tokyo is a dice game. Mm -hmm. And you get a character and you have hearts and stars. Mm -hmm. Horses, (laughs) clovers, and balloons. (laughs) Crap. Um, And you pretty much... It's kind of like Yahtzee, I guess. 
In a way, yeah. That's how I describe That's it to people. Way. It's, yeah. it's battle Yahtzee. It is like battle Yahtzee, <laughs> and you get to determine um, if you want to be in Tokyo, then you battle everybody outside of Tokyo, mm-hmm. and if you're outside of Tokyo, then you battle the monsters in Tokyo, mm-hmm. and the person that gets to 20 stars? Yeah, um, 20 victory points. Is the person that wins. And you only have 10 hearts, so if you die, you're dead. Exactly. Unless you have... Is there a resurrect card? No. Because there is a shop that you... One of the things on the die is a lightning bolt mm-hmm. which gets you what we call the QBs. Yep, and you can QBs. buy you can buy like monster powers. Yeah, you can buy monster powers or buffs or perks. I have not seen a resurrect card. Okay. So and then you've got to get so many dot you gotta get so many of uh, one, two or three to get either stars. There's a heart there's a heart uh, icon to where you can refill yourself. Mm-hmm. But you've got to play the strategy if if you're really good in Tokyo you typically the so whoever's really good in Tokyo will typically win. Yeah, um, but it's a really cool strategy game because you guys can all try to team up to attack the person real quick in Tokyo because they can only yield if someone attacks them. So you could sit in Tokyo for three turns collecting stars, but then everybody is basically powering up to try and take you out. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool, really cool strategy game, and uh, that's a, that's a nice one. How about oh wait, you? I have one that I actually like better. Okay, well, we'll okay. come back around. Okay. Go ahead, David. I mean, I, I want to hear it. You go. No, I want you to go because I skipped. I, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'll do one that I haven't made you guys play. Um, but I really enjoy this game. I've only gotten my friends to play it once since I bought it, um, mainly because it does require a it, – it's only a four-person game, two to four. Um, but it's called uh, Smash Up. Yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, it's a game where you uh, fight each other and you have different factions. Um, and you basically fight. Uh, it's a card game and you um, basically fight over these bases that have certain amounts of points. And you have to get a certain amount of victory points at the end. Okay. Um, but, like, there's so many different kinds of factions. There's, like, um, like kind of like with Munchkin where there's um, different kinds of Munchkin. Alley, they they added a bunch of... they they're, There's, um, like, out there factions like um, Starfighters, which is their way of saying Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like... The bear cavalry, which is Russians on bears, like it's there's some wild stuff in it. Um, there's one called sheep, which it's literally just sheep and tornado. Like it's there's so many different factions and stuff. Um, but it's that one's really good and it's pretty simple. The problem with some of the board games I love is they take thirty to forty five minutes to learn this before you can play it. Is very. Yeah, like it took, uh, I think, I think approximately four hours to learn that game that we played the other (laughs) night. The Boulder's Gate? Yeah. But now you don't have to learn it again. That's That's true. true. That's true. Uh, This is is a stupid one. I was going to say the one Andrea was going to say, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, This is a basic card game called Rituki. And... What is that? I've never heard of it. It's really cool. So you've got... Everybody's got cards in their hands, and it's like it's like a it's like a weird depiction of Uno. So you count down from you count down or up from five, or from one. So you can you know say I have a card and I put one down, 
then someone else can put a two down, then someone else can put a one down to redirect them. The oh, goal okay. is when you get to five, you say Rituki and you slap the deck. So it's constantly moving because you can go through your cards and discard a card and pick another card up and constantly be like shuffling your cards trying to make the patterns. But you have to pay attention because someone might have a one, two, three, and then the other person might have a four, five. So say if they play the four, play play the five, and you you could slap Rituki before them technically. Okay. So you've got to be really smooth. So I can go one, two, three, go to put four, and you could throw two down and throw me off. What if in your hand all you have is a king, jack, there, it's Three. one. It's one through five. Oh, there's yeah. actually a deck, a Rituki yeah. deck. Yeah, it's a Rituki deck. Uh, I yeah, thought you played Rituki. with regular. Card. No, no, no. It's a Rituki okay. deck. That's cool. Um, and it's it gets really lit. I'm sure. Real quick, and then you get into arguments about who slapped what, and oh, but it's yeah. a really cool game because you'll have the strategy one, two, three. Say you have a full a flush of one through five Rituki. Yeah, you can't throw them all at this, down at the same time. You have to go one, two. You have to call it out. But okay. someone could interrupt you if they're faster. Yeah, and they're, if they're fast, and there's no turns. Yeah, everybody just kind of goes, um, and then ultimately you want to run out of cards. First person, I believe, that runs. Actually, you have to. The first person when when someone runs out of cards, everybody counts how many cards they have because when you hit Rituki, you keep the cards. Okay, right. So the game stops when someone runs out of cards, and then everybody counts up the pile they have, oh, they have. the Rituki pile. Oh. So that's a cool little game to check out. That's cool. Simple for kiddos. Um, and it's fun as adults too. It's called Rituki. Rituki, like Rafiki. Yes. Hmm, I like it. But not. <laughs> okay. Um, so my last game that I'm going to recommend is I think it's called One Night Werewolf, or oh yeah the. Is it called One Night Werewolf? Or? I think so. There's different expansions and there's the ex- different ways to play. The expansion is called Ultimate Werewolf. Yeah. But I think the just the regular game is called One Night Werewolf. And pretty much um, you get a group of people and each person gets a different identity. And it's the villagers versus the werewolves. And you don't know who's who. Mm-hmm. And you have to – you pick a card and you – well, I mean you know who yourself is. There's an app that walks you through it. Yep. Yeah. And you all close your eyes, and then the app will tell you um, werewolves open your eyes, so you know who the other werewolves are, and then you close your eyes, and then it'll tell you specific villagers to open their eyes or whatever. So throughout the game, you want the villagers want to kill the werewolves, and the werewolves want to stay alive. So um, it's just really fun because it's a lot of like negotiating and trying. <coughs> If you're a werewolf and people are trying to, like, kill you, you want to try to, like, make yourself not sound like you're a werewolf and try to make someone else sound like a werewolf. Um, so it's really cool. I like it because it's the only game that makes me feel really awkward and nervous. Uh, so I just get really I get really scared. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm terrible at it. But no game makes me feel like that, so I always want to play it. Um, so, yeah, so that that's that's a game that... I would recommend for a big... It's fun with a lot of people. So it's so weird that they there's a company that released this game as its own thing because back in high school with the youth group, I would play Werewolf and it was just a... We would play with a normal deck of cards. Oh. And the aces were werewolves. Ah, the kings okay. were... So oh, someone just that's ca- cool. Yeah, like, someone just capitalized ca- on Someone was just like, oh, there's not a dedicated version of this, so... Like, the aces were werewolves. There was three, two kings, and those were, 
police, like depending on how many people you played, you'd mm-hmm. split it up. Hmm. But there would be werewolves, doctors, police, and townspeople. Okay. And you'd hand out the cards and then, yeah. you know, there'd be someone orating it. Like you would usually pick someone that was the most creative. Seth was never the most creative, um, oddly enough. And so Seth would just find, say like, oh, well, someone was riding a bicycle and then found out there was a bomb on it and he would just put a bomb on everything and they would be blown up or you know it was we would call it mafia or we would call it werewolf it was either okay. one there is a mafia there one is too. a mafia yeah. one and so there's a vampire so, one it's so weird that this so i mean i wish i had done it because yeah exactly. just did it with playing cards back in the day that's so funny it's definitely fun. It's one of my new favorite games that we've been playing recently. Well, just know that you can play it with your standard deck of cards if you cool. don't well, want to shell out the $15 for the card game. Uh, I'd shell out the 15 Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you didn't do your um, social media well, he's got one. He's, got, he's the last one to go for the game, for a board game. Oh, another board game? If you want. You don't have to. Um, uh, a good... So if you like Destiny... And you like rating and teamwork. Um, I do have a board game, or it's a card game. I, I like to specify that because some people do get so there. Because I do, I'm on like board game reddits and stuff. People get very frustrated if you call a card game a board game. Sometimes it's very strange. Sorry. Um, so it is played on a board though. But um, Marvel Legendary is really cool. Um, there's you it's seemingly uh, always going to be different because there's so many different villains and ma- and schemes and it's you versus the board and you versus the deck essentially okay um and so you're building a deck the whole game and trying to make sure that you have the right powers to fight back against this villain and uh it's pretty neat it's okay. really good I asked David if we could play it last time I was at his house, and he went, yeah, not today. <laughs> the, the problem is, is that that game, it takes a lot to set it up, and then it takes a decent amount to explain it, and then it takes a lot to tear it down. And you asked to play it at like 1130. <laughs> yeah, we can. Not and I was today. like, we we, said, yeah, we can. Not today. <laughs> yeah, because it's if you had asked me at nine, I would have been all in. But We'll, we'll um, rain check him. Because so, I definitely want to play this game. Yeah, and it's really fun to play even with just three people. Okay, I'm in. That's usually my uh, pro tip to people, as hard as it may be. Play board games with as close to the max amount of people as mm-hmm. you can. So if it says four, try to get to four. If it says six, try to stay to four to five, mm-hmm. sometimes six. Like... It's playing with the minimum amount of people really dilutes yeah. the yeah, experience. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's, a good, that's a good tip. There are some times where playing with too many people is fine. Like, we played King of Tokyo with one too many people yeah. the other that night. Wasn't, that wasn't bad. And that was pretty fine. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not one. I'm very... It's a behavior thing, but I'm very based on the rules when it comes to mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, for Bryce to be like, no, we need to include these other people, I'm like... Uh, uh, okay, fine. <laughs> like, it was really difficult for me to do that. Uh, but it was fun. Because in my mind, I just think it'll break the game and make it unplayable. Because it tells you not to you. do it. Before but I hate authority, so it makes, <laughs> it makes no sense. I want to be told what to do and don't want to all at the same time. So. 
crazy lady. <laughs> so, um, hot tips before you get into social media. I think we should bring back board game nights and land parties. Just my fun fact for this podcast. I think we should see a resurgence in those things because they're fun. I Unless agree. you've got Africa internet. And then land parties aren't Which, that fun. We kind of don't have the best internet. Yeah, no, but we could we could we we could power certain things. Land, we land can parties. Do, we can do the board nights. Depending <laughs> on the game, land parties don't need internet because you'd be connected that's true too, to each other's system. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. True. Bring it home, David. Um, follow us at Suplex the Sticks on all the social medias, um, and make sure you subscribe to us and review us on whatever you are using to listen to us, uh, whether it be SoundCloud or iTunes or. Stitcher or whatever else we may be on. Um, also, please, please, please share us with your friends. Um, and uh, we greatly appreciate that. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned that's coming up. Possible live episodes at cons. Uh, we've got giveaways that are coming up. Um, basically, it all just is dependent on how much... Uh, how much we're able to do and so the support is very encouraging for us to try to make more things happen because um, if we know that people are enjoying it then it, it makes it a lot easier um, but I mean I enjoy doing it anyway so screw you <laughs> I'm kidding but All right. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that uh, you can monetarily support us at Patreon dot com slash suplex the sticks which we're now we've now got enough money that it paid off our microphone yay and we're now going to be able to put all that money into uh saving for better stuff as well as uh you know putting it towards giveaways and, and if everything. you feel like you want to give a dollar even a dollar a month it's only going to go back to the product Nothing goes, nothing's yeah. pocketed. Or it's going to go back to you because we're going to do a giveaway that potentially you could win. Yeah. Um, real quick, because we're all about the love of family and friends and promoting others and, you know, getting stuff out there. I uh, want to rep Kylie in California on her podcast, True Crime Girls. Go check them out if you're into murder and mystery and all that stuff. I can't listen to it in the house because I want to open no demon portals, but I'll listen to it in the car. No demon is going to get me in my car. Um, also want to give a shout out. We've never gave them a shout out to, uh, the elite four, which is an Ocala based Pokemon group that does a lot of conventions and they, uh, they do a lot of Pokemon tournaments and contests. And then a shout out to my best friend, Alex, who started a Disney blog. So if you're into all things, Disney and stuff like that, go to at, it started with a blouse, blouse. It started with a blouse. So at, it started with a blouse. She's primarily dominant on Instagram and she does everything Disney. So if you're into Disney and you f- you're like, oh, I follow 50 other Disney blogs, you're going to want to follow hers too because I go to Disney all the time and her content, in my opinion, has been pretty engaging. She's had some pretty cool stuff on there. She's doing it for fun. Go check her out. Uh, can't think of it. Is, is Attack of the Beards still going? If so, David used to be on a podcast called Attack of the Beards. If you're into pretty much everything, they cover lots of topics. Go check them out. Um, and if you have something that you're into or you're invested in or that you do that we don't know about, please, please let us know. And I'll share it on the cast at least once because everybody deserves a shout out. Even yeah. if only 20 people hear it. 
let us know. We love you. Thanks to all the soups out there repping the capes. The soups. And uh, soups. I don't know. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Seth, we miss you. We love you. Goodbye. I thought you were going to say good luck. Good luck. Seth, do you want to do anything cool to end the podcast? No, it's okay. All right.